When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The epic final. Novak Djokovic. Carlos Alcaraz. We saw it in Wimbledon, and we're going to get it at the US Open. He's going to be able to handle a situation in a Grand Slam final against Djokovic because he's beaten him in one. I'm going for Carlos Alcaraz. The main man. The number 24. Novak Djokovic. US Open time, baby! Let's go! Golf could be... Our US Open champion. Free set final in which Iga wins. Near on near impossible that Djokovic doesn't make the final. Novak Djokovic claiming his 24th Grand Slam title on the women's side. Bingo. No surprise here. I think that Novak Djokovic will win this year's US Open and Coco Goff is going to be the American that wins it on the women's side. That Novak Djokovic will win this Grand Slam, beating Alcaraz in the final. I believe that Sabalenka is going to uh, ace up this uh, Grand Slam. Sabalenka and Djokovic take it. Novak Djokovic will have as many Grand Slams as there are hours in the day. Oz Jabir is going to do it. I really believe. I think Oz has learned from her mistake. Novak Djokovic is going to win the US Open. Arena Sabalenka is winning her second Grand Slam. Carlos Alcaraz is going back to back. He's going to defend his US Open title. Coco Goff on home soil is taking home the cake. Goff will win. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. It's the women's quarterfinal preview at the US Open. We finally made it through the first four rounds, and we have some amazing matchups for the quarterfinals. And I'm not going to waste any time getting stuck into it. Uh, this tweet, maybe to bring up straight away, make sure whack a like, do it now, don't have to do it at the end. Subscribe if you're new. And uh, it says, wow, within 18 hours, we've lost Sviantek, Pagula, Jabur from the women's draw. But at the same time, it doesn't feel like it's blown open. Major champ Sabalenka, Vondrausova and Ostapenko still uh, plus major finalists uh, 
Goff, Mukova and Keys, they still remain. Yeah, most definitely. These are still really, really good competitors. Despite losing some top ones, we've still got some amazing ones left. And let's have a look at, obviously, the first matchup. That's going to be the first quarterfinal to be played. It will be Coco Goff. She is coming into her own in this tournament, and it doesn't get much tougher than Yelena Ostapenko. And she is playing out of her skin at the moment. She's got her furthest in her US Open career. This is the, the best she's ever done. I think before this, it was a third round. So quarterfinal for Ostapenko, a career best. And Coco Goff, well, she's been looking fantastic. Third sets have sort of been the running theme for both of these ladies and both of them finishing off the third set uh, in style. I mean, Iga was battered by Ostapenko 6-1 in the final set and Coco Goff has dished out bakery goods in the last two third sets she's played. It just means that these two were almost destined to go to a third set. But will it be a really one-sided one or will it be just a, a real dogfight I feel that it's going to be the latter and I feel that it we're not going to be seeing those breadsticks or bagels in this matchup I'm hoping both ladies bring it because I want to see a fiery performance from both and I want the crowd on their feet and we've been through that tweet this one was about Coco Goff talking about her dad watching her US Open matches saying my dad isn't in the box anymore because he gets too nervous. He's somewhere in one of the suites and he's been apparently doing laps around the stadium. I don't know if he can hear me right now, but I felt his good energy, which is, I can't only, well, I can only imagine how nervous he must be feeling watching. It's probably enough to uh, make you bite all your nails off, pull your hair out and uh, probably have some uh, small heart attacks in the in the in the stands I don't know what it must be like it's probably bad playing they always say it's worse watching though don't they and Coco Goff I feel that it's got to be exhilarating watching her in this tournament though because what she's been doing the way she put out Wozniacki uh, I thought that was impressive the way that she put out Mertens impressive Mila Angeleva that was somebody who could have anybody could have come unstuck to she seems to handle her with ease and just shows her experience i've really got a good feeling about coco goff in this tournament i thought it coming in i'm sure a lot of people were feeling the same way after the wins in washington and in cincinnati and uh she's finally embracing the crowd she's not allowing the nerves to get to her as she has in the past and the third set seems to be something that she's really embracing now i love it but Ostapenko, you could say it's exactly the same for her. It's the, sort of the opposite. I don't know if the crowd are really on her side, but I don't think it even really matters because when she's playing and hitting big, no one comes close. And I mean no one. And she said after her match against Iga, I think the main thing is she doesn't really like to play big hitters. She likes to have some time. When I play fast, aggressive and powerful, She's a uh, she's in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, I I totally agree. Eager, it's been sort of her Achilles heel playing people who keep her deep on the court and make her run around. Anybody who gets the ball mid court on the return, 
not good enough. And Iga will wipe you off the court if you can't get it near the baseline. And Ostapenko definitely gets it near the baseline. She gets it past the baseline sometimes, wider the baseline. But a lot of the times in this tournament, she's been hitting the baseline with super powerful shots. She's been impressive. And I've really liked what I've seen from her. The, the Pera match, that wasn't an easy one. Um, every match, she's been to three sets. But every match, she has prevailed. Uh, the Paolini one, that wasn't an easy matchup the first round. She lost the second set, but came back and won. Breadstick in the third. Avanesian, she uh, lost the second set, came back and won in the third. Bernarda Pera, she actually lost the first set. So she's changed it up for the last two rounds. She's actually lost the first set and come back to win. So And she has a 4-0 head-to-head record against Eager, which very impressive. We'll get to the predictions at the end, but... This is going to be an exciting one. I'm sure you all agree. So let's just have a look at the next one, which is um, going to be, I believe, uh, are we going to look at Mukova versus Sersteya? And this one, I feel that we have to speak about Mukova. And <laughs> they were asking her on court after her last match, saying, um, uh, would she easily be able to make a Grand Slam final again she said I wouldn't say easily do it again it was it was pretty tough and it is tough I'll try and fight for every match you never know it can happen again for sure so she's she still believes which is the main thing in this she that last match we got to see her come through some adversity against a Wang Wang took the second set and I didn't expect that from her but Mukova showed she's made of some stern stuff. And that was the first set she'd dropped the entire tournament and made it through with a nice, comfortable third set, though. It's always nice to see when you... That's what Coco Goff and Ostapenko have been doing as well. When you lose a set, you come back and you actually exert your dominance on your opponent. And Mukova is like a mainstayer in the deep parts of big tournaments at the moment. And I think that she's going to be there as long as she stays fit for many tournaments to come as well. So, right, let's have a look at her opponent, though. We know that she's going to be playing uh, Solana Kostea, and Kostea making it into the quarterfinals for the first time. That's right, since 2009. And you can see both the pictures. If you are watching, if you're listening, go check it out. You can see the difference. And I think she actually looks better now than she did then. She's, well... Whatever she's doing, it's working wonders. She's uh, definitely using the the right uh, exercise and face creams and whatever body workouts because she looks uh, like a million dollars. And look at this. I mean, fantastic. She destroyed Belinda Bencic in her fourth round matchup. It was an epic one. And she made it look easy. I feel that she's beaten so many high caliber players now that you can't rule her out of any match. And surely Mukova, you have to look at that match and think, well, this is a winnable one as well. Because she, coming into this match, has beaten uh, Rabakina. She's beaten Bencic. Kalinskaya, not that not that easy. It may seem easy on paper. I don't think it is. And uh, Day as well, an American in the first round. Um, they've played each other, obviously, four times before. So, and uh, Kostea only winning one of them. Uh, that was earlier this year. That was in Miami. But they have played three times this year. And Mukova has won the latest of them. 
And it was, uh, that was at Montreal. And that was in the round of 32. It was a straight sets win for Mukova. I feel that this one could be a lot closer though. Uh, Mukova and Kostea both playing exceptionally well. Let's move on to the next one. And the next one is... It is Keys versus Von Dulauseva. I mean, this one, Von Dulauseva seems to be going deep as well. She's now a slam champ. Keys, a slam finalist, as we remember, up against Sloane Stevens at the US Open. And Keys peaking is like a solar eclipse. I like this tweet. It occurs two to five times a year. And it's over for the opponent in what feels like seven and a half minutes. And just ask Jess Pagula, because the fourth round matchup, it just wasn't even competitive. She absolutely blitzed her in the first set, 6-1. The second set, it was nearly as comfortable. It was 6-3. Pagula showed a little bit, but she just didn't have any answers for the power. Keys, too much power, too much precision. Pagula didn't get her tactics right. And unfortunately, still yet to get past the quarterfinal at a slam. Is that going to start becoming a thing? I know that everybody talks about Maria Sakkari not getting past the semi-final, but well, she can't even get to a semi-final, Pagula. I mean, surely she has to at some point in her career. She's got the quality. She just falls down at the big moments, and this is another case of it. Somebody who's not falling down at the big moments is uh, Marketa von Dulauseva. But she has had to pull out of the uh, doubles, unfortunately. I'm surprised she's even playing doubles as well. Obviously, she knocked out Klaichikova Siniakova earlier rounds, which that's a massive thing in itself to be able to knock them out. Two checks knocking out two other checks, but she had to pull out. And she's blamed the heavier extra duty balls for the elbow injury. Um, this, I don't like the fact it's the elbow injury again, because she's been, had, well, had many parts of her career where she's had this elbow injury, and I don't want to see this ruin her, her US Open. She's a slam champion now. We know she's been to a slam final before that as well. I mean, she's going to have her work cut out for her against Madison Keys if she's not fully fit. I'll let you know my prediction when we get to it at the end. But let me know your thoughts. Do you think this is going to affect this semi-final? Or do you think she can dig in deep, use some of that Grand Slam champion mentality? Right, and down to the final one. It is Kim Win Jung versus Alina Sabalenka. And we were talking about uh, Kostea getting into her first quarterfinal since 2009. Well, Kim Win Jung into her first ever quarterfinal defeated Ons Jabir very convincingly. I think Jabir wasn't really at the races, still suffering after the Wimbledon hangover, I think I'll call it. Maybe she needs this long break before another slam uh, and then she can actually come back and compete properly again. I feel that she, she was still there in spits and bursts, but it just wasn't quite the Jabir we know. Uh, but not to take anything away from Jung, her backhand was fantastic. She was serving well. I think that she could be putting it all together. She's got her work cut out for her in this quarterfinal, though, because she is up against, well, the reigning Australian Open champion and somebody super consistent, 
the best female player on tour this year. And it is uh, Arina Sabalenka. Hasn't missed a quarterfinal in the last five Grand Slams. US Open 22, Australian Open 23, and obviously, and so on and so on. Yeah, <laughs> all the way up to the current one. She's definitely putting it all together on the court these days. The mental side of her game has improved uh, tenfold. And she looks scary, uh, I have to say, against Kasatkina. I said it was either going to be a complete one-sided uh, matchup or Kasatkina might be able to push her to three. It was the first. She absolutely destroyed a 6-1, 6-3. And has she even really been tested yet in this tournament? It's been pretty plain sailing. Zanevska, I'd say that's probably her toughest match. Maybe Burridge for a first set a little bit, but it's just been so easy, these matchups. I mean, 6-1, 6-1 in the third and 6-1, 6-3. She's sort of doing what Eager normally uh, was doing, but Eager, unfortunately, came up against Ostapenko. And now we have, well, Kim Wenzeng versus Kim Wenzeng, sorry. I'm going to have to correct my pronunciation of that. Uh, old habits die hard. But have they played each other before? No, they have not. So this is going to be new territory for both of these players. Does worry me a little bit for Zhang being her first quarter final. But Sabalenka in scintillating form. But let's get to the predictions. And we will start back at the top again. The first one is Coco Goff versus Ostapenko. So... How am I going to go on this one? I think that Ostapenko going to take the first set, if I'm perfectly honest. I feel there's going to be some nerves there. The bigger these occasions get, I feel that Coco will still show nerves. But I don't think she lets it command her in the same way that she used to anymore. And I'm going to have Coco Goff win in this match in three sets. I think she comes back. I think the second set is close. I think it's maybe a 7-5, and then the final set is also close. But I feel that one break will decide it. I don't think that we're going to get a tie break in any of the sets. Uh, and I think Coco Goff in three. Let me know if you agree with me, or if you think Ostapenko, this is just her tournament, and she's going to be steamrolling Coco. Let's move down to the next one, and it is Mukova versus Kostea. I mean, this one's possibly the toughest one to pick, I think. Out of all of them, Mukova beating her recently. Kostea, she's looking really good. There's just something about Mukova at the moment, though. In these tournaments, I feel that she is just being more, more and more consistent. Consistency is key when you get to this sort of level. Sabah's showing it. I think Mukova's going to show it here. I don't think it's going to be... I think it's going to be straight sets Mukova again. I don't think Kostea is going to be able to uh, keep up with her. And I feel that the, the class is going to show through. But it's been a good tournament for Kostea anyway. Moving to the top one. Here we go. Keys versus Vondelousova. I feel that the injury is going to play a factor. And I feel that Madison Keys is probably going to win this one. And I'm going to go in straight sets. I don't think Vondelousova is going to be fully fit. And that's the reason that I'm going to have her lose in this one. I might be wrong. She might. It might just been icing the elbow for just precaution. 
it does worry me. So that's my reason for picking Keys. And then finally, to the last but not least, we have Sabalenka versus Jung. And I think Jung's going to give a good account of herself. And I think we're going to see two close sets, but Sabalenka taking it. But let me know your thoughts in the comments section below. And if you haven't already, smash that like button. Subscribe if you're new. And join us for all the quarterfinals. They cannot be missed. Let's go. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.